Yo, 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 yo. Let's go. It's your boy, Dr. IBC. This is the one and only Dr. IBC. This is the IVP with Dr. IBC. This is episode 213. And we are doing this how we do it. Ring the alarm, I got a bomb. 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 Mine's in the dark, gotta let it spark. So sharp like a dart, keep hustling like it's art. Gotta use my soul and heart. You ain't shit, not a fart, don't make me start. You catch feelings like a bitch. Like- See that? You ain't shit, you're not a fart. I said that line. I said that line. Way before. Way before. I spice said that line. Okay? It's all it's kind of funny like sometimes when um you say something and it becomes like a little bit popular, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we're doing today. Um So we have a lot of things going on, obviously. So we're going to like we're going to make things come a little bit slow. Right? It's all death row. And let me just tell you niggas what this shit is just about. This is just a mother trying to come through from the south. This is just a mother trying to come through from the east. This is just a mother come through from the world. Yo, let me do it, let me keep on going in and I just keep on flowing, man. Just keep what? Hold on. And I just keep flowing, doing my biz, and I'm trying to get business. No, I'm not trying to sin. No, I'm not trying to sin. No, I'm not trying to sin. Trying to get my business, and I'm not trying to sin. I ain't trying to sin. And how's everybody doing? How's everybody's week going? You know, how's everything going? You know what I mean? Um, Sometimes, you know, you want to watch a train wreck. So today, I'm going to give you a train wreck. You know what I mean? The alarm, I got a bomb. Ring the alarm, I got a bomb. Ring the alarm, I got a bomb. So... For today, we got a lot of topics for today. So, today we're going to go in and we're going to do the things that we need to do. So, first of all, the Super Bowl happened, right? Super Bowl happened and it was one of those like times where... I felt like it was kind of like you you knew what was going to happen. If if you don't really watch football, you could have predicted this game. The reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is is if you knew, if you felt like the 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 Here's the thing, the Chiefs were a plus in the gambling websites so meaning that if you were to like just drop some type of money on the chiefs you're gonna make you're gonna make plus 
obviously what they did was they're like you know what we're gonna make y'all niggas fucking feel it they made yo they made us feel it so my my parlay for the the NFL Super Bowl was I wanted uh, Travis Kelsey to get a specific amount of yards um, Patrick Mahomes was gonna throw a specific amount of yards and then no 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 actually no that was my first parlay but then I canceled it and I was like you know what let me do another parlay so I did another parlay and I'm like you know what I think the score is gonna be 21-19 the Chiefs fam do you know what the score was at the end of the fucking fourth period it was 19-19 1919 I was off by two in terms of regular regulation it ended up being like 25 20 um, 25 something right if I did not think it was gonna hit 25 personally and I don't think any person that's probably betting was like yeah it's gonna hit 25 but I was close. I was close. You know what I mean? So it's okay with that. Um, this is a new segment that I'm going to do right now. Right? This new segment is called Aggressive Observations. So I'm going to take a topic and I'm going to aggressively observate the topic. Right? The Super Bowl. To me, the Super Bowl is one of those periods in times. It's one of those situations where it's like, let me take this off. It's a little bit, what's the word called? Okay, so the, the Super Bowl, for me, is always a situation where everyone's having a good time. And I like those type of situations where everyone's having a good time. The the times where it's like the Super Bowl gets a little bit like intense when I'm in a certain like demographic or I'm with certain people is when the person moves a certain way. So if your team is losing... And that was the team you're rooting for. The person will start moving a certain way. They'll be, they'll be getting like a little bit aggressive, a little bit mad, that type of shit, right? And then the niggas that are winning, they're all they're amped. You know what I mean? Like that type of shit. That's what I also observed off of um, Super Bowl. If you put some money in, and you're winning, you know who's winning. You know who's losing. That's one thing I observed. And next thing I observed recently is that a lot of women have been seeing that men are making money off of these parlays. So let's put it like this. When you're in a demographic as a man and you're making a certain amount of money, it's easier for you to pull women 
and show them how you're making that money in terms of like, yo, man, I just do these parlays and I make some money off of that. It's easy for you to show them that rather than what's the word called? What's the phrasing called? Rather than trying to like pull them in in a way where it's like, yo, I'm making money and you can see how I'm making the money. However, you don't really have to see how I'm like everything. But I'm showing you a portion of it. You know what I mean? And if a girl sees that, or the girls that he's trying to attract sees that, they're going to be like, okay, I'm going to go towards it. But I digress. Usher did his thing for the uh, halftime performance. Usher did his thing. Now, the only thing that I have like a lot of like grievances with is the fact that People were starting to get at Alicia Keys and the fact that so Usher hugged Alicia Keys behind the back and the Internet made it seem like it was something that it's not. Now, if you are the type of guy that's like Usher, you're surrounded by women, you get you get a lot of women. The type of things that you do when you hug a woman from behind you think of it as a we're playing around this is not serious people that are looking at it are gonna look at it like okay why is he doing that why that's kind of weird like what's going on right um the memes came out right the memes came out they're like yo man um the, the person that the, that your girl tells you not to worry about at work oh the work husband da, da, da. Swiss Beats came out and said, yo, niggas, brother, I don't care that that shit happened. Let's just boost everyone up. Let's boost the morale up. This should not be a thing. So the fact that they made this a thing and they made it like some type of like bullshit in terms of Swiss Beats doesn't care. The wifey doesn't care, and the person that performed, Usher, just got into a, he got a marriage license with his longtime girlfriend. So, all of this is just performative shit. And Usher is from the 90s, so he knows the way you gotta sell it, it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? So, that's about it for, um, the aggressive observer for um, the Super Bowl. So, um, for the next topic, I got a lot of things that also. So the new um, Deadpool three, I think. Yeah, Deadpool three. Uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. They dropped a new fucking nice ass trailer. And within this trailer that they dropped, it's so fucking nice because they hint that Wolverine's in it, but it's called Deadpool and Wolverine. So I like that. Um, other things about the trailer that really like caught my eye was the fact that there's a lot of like Easter eggs. So Sorry to everybody that listens to my podcast. We're going to dive into Marvel a little bit. 
So if you guys watch Loki, and I'm gonna give you the nigga synopsis of Loki quick. Loki is so you guys know if everyone's seen the first Avengers, the first Avengers movie, the first villain was Loki, right? So basically, when Endgame happened, a lot of people, everyone's seen Endgame. When Endgame happened, there was a situation where Loki was able to get the um, whatever he needed to get that that cube, right? That cube, he needed to get it. He got it. Trans went to like he transported to another dimension, or whatever, and then he was ready to like do his thing. Right when he's ready to do his thing, a bunch of feds pulled up. The feds pulled up. They're like, "Yo, we're timeline feds." The timeline feds were like, "Oh shit!" We're like, "Oh shit!" This nigga's Loki, da da da, whatever. And then everything transpired in Loki. So basically, in Loki, what had happened was to like end it off was. All the timelines were going to be done. They're all rippling and everything was happening, right? All the timelines, right? Because Marvel went into the timeline mode. Jonathan Majors, his shit went in the can. So now they have to kind of like make the... Now they have to kill the timeline shit. So that's why they're adding Deadpool into that. Because Deadpool is just going to basically kill the time... Kill a bunch of timelines and keep... And whatever lasts is are gonna be the timelines that they're gonna focus on, basically. If you want to look at it from uh, behind the camera and in and in front of the camera, right? Not only that, not only that. Um, there's a lot of other things that are going on in there. So Wolverine comes back and all that type of stuff. The reason why this movie is going to be amazing is because, and it's going to sell a lot of money, it's, it's going to make a lot of money. The reason why I, this movie is going to do its thing is because of the fact that, one, Deadpool is one of those, is one of those people. Two, not only is Deadpool one of those people, the way that how can I move? How can I say it? I'm Canadian, and that the way the devil's raw, right? And he he likes to talk into the like the fourth wall. He likes to talk to the audience. So the way that this this type of like movement is moving is Deadpool's gonna basically kill a bunch of timelines, do his thing. Wolverine's gonna pop up, or he's gonna try to recruit Wolverine. And as he tries to recruit Wolverine, exactly, you know what I mean? So he's, well, not exactly, but as he's trying to recruit Wolverine, ends up in a bunch of timelines, da da da, blah blah. And then we end up in the end zone where there's gonna be a villain, because in every superhero movie, there has to be a villain. And then no matter, no matter if it's a sequel, prequel, whatever the case may be, there's always a villain. There has to be a villain. If there's a superhero, there's a villain. Then we go from there. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So now, um, there's a few things that I wanted to talk about, right? And um, before I do that, 
the guy that invented the Glock switch. So he's having a little bit of a, not buyer's remorse, but seller's remorse. You know what I mean? So the guy that made the Glock switch. Glock switch. So this guy, um, he basically regrets making, not making the Glock switch, but like, a tiny device called an auto sear. It can transform an ordinary Glock pistol into a machine gun. Normally, when a Glock pistol fires, this trigger bar deploys for a split. Yeah, this is the one. So, this guy's gonna basically explain explain what a Glock switch is, right? And when it comes down to a Glock switch, a tiny device. It's it's crazy. So a Glock switch is in and um like. Korean society and when I say Korean society I'm talking about the black community like you hear it in rap songs and everything like Lil Durk like whatever like Chicago music you hear like I gotta switch you know what I mean these guns these little switches are causing a lot of mayhem in a lot of hoods a lot of people that look like a lot of minorities too. These things are very dangerous. So that's my disclaimer. Very fucking dangerous. Yeah. Pulled an auto sear. It can transform an ordinary Glock pistol into a machine gun. Normally when a Glock pistol fires, this trigger bar deploys for a split second to ensure one round is fired per pull of the trigger. When the auto sear is installed, a metal nail or arm overrides the trigger bar mechanism, allowing the gun to fire over and over with a single squeeze of the trigger. The guy who invented this his name is Jorge Leon from Venezuela. Do you regret building it? I would rather to invent any other thing, something less complicated for the future. But you're suggesting if Glock can change the mechanism ever so slightly of then every new Glock sold, Glock switches won't work. Absolutely, yes. The problem will be solved in the next 40 years or 60 years in advance. A tiny device called an auto sear. It can transform an ordinary Glock pistol into a machine gun. Normally when a Glock pistol fires, this trigger bar deploys for a split second to ensure one round is fired per pull of the trigger. When the auto sear is installed, a metal nail or arm overrides the trigger bar mechanism, allowing the gun to fire over over and over with a single squeeze of the trigger. The guy who invented this his name is Jorge Leon from Venezuela. Do you regret building it? I would rather to invent any other thing, something less complicated for the future. But you're suggesting if Glock can change the mechanism ever so slightly of then every new Glock sold, Glock switches won't work. Absolutely, yes. The problem will be solved in the next 40 years or 60 years in advance. A tiny device called an auto sear. It can transform an ordinary Glock pistol into a machine gun. Normally when a Glock pistol fires, this trigger bar deploys for a split second to ensure one round is fired per pull of the trigger. When the auto sear is installed, a metal nail or arm overrides the trigger bar mechanism, allowing the gun to fire over and over with a single squeeze of the trigger. The guy who invented this his name is Jorge Leon from Venezuela. Do you regret building it? I would rather to invent any other thing, something less complicated for the future. But you're suggesting if Glock can change the mechanism ever so slightly of then every new Glock sold, Glock switches won't work. Absolutely, yes. The problem will be solved in the next 40 years or 60 years in advance. A tiny device called an auto sear. It can so, transform it. This guy, 
is basically saying he regrets making it. So my, my main focus of this topic was how do you like, how do you create something that causes so much mayhem, right? Causes so much death, right? To the point where like, hold on, pull up my pants. To the point where like, like years later, you're like, you know what guys? <laughs> you know what? My bad. Like, I didn't mean to do that. Um, I didn't mean to make it um, like that. Those weren't my, my intentions. Brother, you made something that can make a pistol turn to an automatic gun or a semi-automatic gun. Brother, you messed up. And since you messed up doing that, you need to own up to that. There is nothing you can do. You have to own up to it. Because at the end of the day, the thing that you did, it's not like um, whatever you did is, oh, like people are going to look at you like, oh my God, he's not noble. Or, oh my God, like we need to get rid of him. Or no, people don't look at it like that. However, what you created has caused a lot of pain. A lot of people like going through a lot of things think about it like this a lot of black people have been dying from those switches and guess who created it a white guy guess what we're beefing over blocks that we don't know when you break shit down to a certain level you look at it to a certain point and you're like unless I am involved, someone I love has been caught slipping or something in terms of like beefing, beefing like that, then I can understand it. I can understand people that are in it because like they have no choice. I don't understand people that just jump in it because maybe I understand people that jump in and they don't know what they're jumping into. That I understand, but I don't understand people that know what they're jumping into and they still jump in it. And then... They get into all these fucking problems. And then it's like, nigga, it's not like you weren't warned. It's not like you not, you, you know what I mean? It's not like you didn't have that. Now, us human beings, we need to stop doing the one thing that we keep doing. Which is thinking that everything is going to be better when shit is at a fucking boiling point or when shit is very bad. Yes. Oh, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go but up. No. You can go down and you can go up. You just have to figure out what you're doing at that certain point. So let's just say shit's going down for you. You have to figure out ways to get up so that you can keep going up. But if you keep just... Oh, I'm down right now. I'm just going to whatever. I don't care. You're just going to keep going down. So to everybody out there that's going through it, everybody out there that feels like they're not worthy, everybody out there that feels like I don't know what to do it. Yo, just keep moving. If you keep moving, if you keep working hard, if you keep trying to figure it out, people are going to help you. Something's going to happen. But you have to keep moving. 
but it's so hard to keep moving when you don't fucking know how when you're gonna eat you don't know how you're gonna keep moving you don't know what is gonna maintain that that is what's so fucking frustrating every fucking day you try to keep moving you try to keep moving right you try to oh you try to maintain you try to pay your bills you try to do all this shit and it's still not enough i understand that i understand that fucking frustration it's so fucking frustrating but we have no choice but to keep moving we have no choice because the moment you stop you're done you're done when i say the moment you stop you're done you can take a break but when i say the moment you stop you're done first of all being likable as a human being is fucking key in life being likable i'm being an aggressive observer right now being likable when i say likable i'm talking about brother you could be a good person, but you're going through some shit. So when you're going, whenever you're going through some shit, whenever, whenever a human being, you could be the nicest guy ever. If you're going through some shit, you might have shitty tendencies that come out, right? But if people are willing to look past that and still help you, guess what? You're a good person. And guess what? There's way you need to get out of that shit. Then it's up to you. If people are still willing to help you through your shitty attitude, you need to get out of that shit, snap out of it, and 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 accept the help. That's one. Two, if you're being offered help and you're already an asshole and people already don't like you, nigga, accept the help. That's it. Right? There's that. There's so many other aspects of life that us human beings that us people need to realize that without the if you don't have a good circle around you there's nothing you can do what are you going to do every day i try to think okay what am i going to do in order for me to not only benefit myself but benefit others and that's something people need to keep in mind. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So you made you made something that is literally you have bodies on it. And now you feel I didn't make it for that. I made it for the military. I understand that. If you create something and people are you if you create Let's say you created the person that created sugar, like or figured out a way to like um, mass produce sugar. That person wasn't expecting people to get uh, to get fat, to diet, like diabetes, like is it diabetes, diabetes, all that type of stuff. That person wasn't doing that. He was trying to help a problem, right? We all understand that, so that's does not fall on you. However, you need to understand the power that you have when you are creating certain shit. So, one thing that hackers do, right? When hackers or well, computer programmers when they create something when 
Okay, if you are a smart com- computer programmer, and I don't know if this is just from TV shows, but you need to create a backdoor in whatever you create if you think that it's going to be bigger than what it is. If you feel that way. A lot of people, you don't feel like it's going to be bigger than what it is. You just feel like it's just going to be something that you're contributing to. But if you feel like that, then you feel then you should you should automatically put something like that. A backdoor. As in like the moment something happens, it triggers something and then you know what I mean? But maybe that's just a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows, a lot of things that I I ingest where I'm like, pause, where I'm like, okay, maybe that's probably what it is. But it's not like that. That's not how life is. Never. Okay. So. The other day. And I was going to the... so. Obviously, when you're going through a lot of things, right, and you have good friends, your friends are going to help you out. So, I had, a, I had a day where, you know, one of my boys is like, hey, yo, man, I got you. Just spend, like, a quick X amount of dollars on groceries. It should be cheap. We're going to go to this grocery store. Fresh go. Should be cheap. Nigga. Nigga. When we pulled up to that fucking spot, it was not cheap at all. It was not cheap at all. Yo, the shit that pissed me off was, it was the fact that I'm thinking it was going to be cheap. Because this is supposed to be a cheap grocery store. It's supposed to be like that. So the whole time I'm thinking, yo, it's cheap, it's cheap, it's cheap. Nigga, no it's not. It's not cheap at all. So, it's not cheap. Not only is it not cheap. The worst thing ever happens. I couldn't get what I actually wanted to get. Because I was thinking I was going to get a certain amount. But it wasn't that amount. Right? had nothing to do with the nigga that hooked me up that was paying for it. it had something to do with you know like um let's put it like this put it like this okay we're not snitching on anything but let's put it like this the nigga had an extra he thought he had an extra twenty dollars but he didn't let's put it like that right so didn't happen but However, when I went back and looked at the receipts, I said to myself, why the fuck is it so expensive for everything when people can't afford everything? So people already can't afford shit, but you guys are charging so much money for some bullshit. That's number one. Number two, I just wish niggas just, ooh, it's crazy to me. Crazy to me, man. I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say. 
don't know what else to say. But anyways, it's just, uh, it's frustrating. Very frustrating. So, um, for now, we're going to play, um, a quick, a quick thing. Okay. Um, this video right here, when I seen it, I was kind of like, it, it threw me off. Kind of threw me off, but we're going to play it. The most toxic thing I probably ever did was make her think I was strapping her on when I was using my real I made her take a plan B in the morning when she thought I was a lesbian with a strap on, but I really, I'm a homophobic. There's not, there's not even, there's not even, there's not even too much. There's not even too much. There's a after that. Now, I think they played 21 Savage or some shit. Whatever. If it gets copyrighted, it gets copyrighted. But I'm going to explain it in case you didn't comprehend what she said. This woman said that this this woman basically said that the toxic thing she's ever done was make a girl think that she had a strap on, but she had a real thing. You know what I mean? But real eggplant on her. Now she busted a nut in her. Made her take a plan B. Think about this. These are the real. I oh I can't say the real, but these guys, these guys, these girl, these girls. What is a her? Okay, okay. Let's let's all get educated together, okay? Because I'm trying to figure this out. Define her. A hermaphrodite, an organism having both male and female sex organs or other sexual characteristics, either abnormally in the case of some organs as a natural natural condition. So basically, I guess she has both. And that that's one and then and then and then if we're gonna put two and three together. But the thing that kills me is the fact that one, it's not considered grape at all. In terms of, there's not outrage. Like, there's not outrage. Oh my God, she graped her basically. Da, da, da. But it's such a gray area. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, maybe if when the girl found out, she was cool with it. But imagine if she wasn't cool with it. She was like, wait, what? The whole time I thought it was this, but it wasn't this. And then now I got to take a plan B thinking I was with a girl. But it, it's like the reverse of a guy dealing with a girl. But you, you know what I mean? But here's the thing. I personally have no, no problems with anybody like that. 
anybody on whatever. I don't give a fuck what you do in your bedroom. I don't care about that. Personally, I don't care. However, I don't I don't like when you don't disclose certain things, man. You got to disclose certain things with a person that you're about to engage sexually with. You have to disclose these things with them. Because if you don't disclose these things with them, it just looks a little bit weird. And then there's a gray area for now. So the whole time, maybe you, you weren't trying to get judged or you didn't want to get judged or you weren't trying to look weird. Now you look weird. The best thing to do, I don't even know. Like the thing is about the internet is the internet makes it seem like these are things that, that are so, that oftenly happen. They don't really happen like that. Like for instance, I've been in situations where I've seen it on the internet and then in real life, it doesn't really happen. It happens like two out of 10 times. And then I could see it play out. But usually most of the time, like human beings, like we're just dealing off of vibes, off of the what's going on. Like everything is in the moment, like that type of shit. There's no way that, I don't know, it's different. It's just different. I don't appreciate the fact that, um, it's okay for this woman to feel like I'm going to lie to you, say that I'm cuz some women some women that aren't trying to fuck with a dick. They view the strap on as not fucking as in like I'm not having sex with a man. I'm not trying to have sex with a man. You are putting your shit in them. And they're thinking the whole time that it's not a real dick. That's kind of, that's a, that's what I'm talking about, gray area. That's kind of like, okay, now we're moving weird. We can't be doing that, right? That's another time, right? And even to segue in it, recently, um, I'm going to try to see if I have it. I have it. I want to see if I have it, but recently, right? Before I do this, I want to make sure. I want to make sure I have it. You know what I mean? So basically, we're not. Ah, fuck. This one girl, or or man, trans, she walked, she went into um, a pastor or something. She went into an evangelist church, and she basically pop, 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 right? In there. Now, the one thing that I was going to talk about this was a lot of people were saying where it was like, oh... You guys are saying like they don't have mental illness, but look what happened. Yo, there are people that that's a bad argument because there are people that are heterosexual that have mental illness that do way worse shit. So we can't look at it like this. We need to stop. If you are against a group of people, 
create an argument where those group of people have no choice but to educate you so that you don't seem ignorant or you don't okay it's better off to have an argument that can be rebuttaled so you can be educated so that you can learn so that you can at least improve your mind state rather than oh no you can't prove me wrong i'd rather be proven wrong in terms of certain situations there's a lot of situations where it's like no 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 this is how i'm doing it this is how it should be done i don't give a fuck what you say but then there's certain situations where it's like no let me listen to what you're saying because it might help me and as a human being you have to know when to dictate that so this one lady one of the most fucked up ladies i've ever in my entire in my entire life of like just reporting things i've never ever in my entire life felt so disgusted by a human being it just ugh. Ugh. it makes me want to just almost throw up it's nasty so a baby dies after a mother mistakenly puts her in the oven police responded to a report of an infant not breathing and probable cause statement said responders found the child with apparent burns the infant was pronounced dead at the scene a baby died after her mother mistakenly put her down for a nap in the oven a u.s prosecutor has said maria thomas of kansas city missouri has been charged with endangering the welfare of a child android users oh my bad <laughs> my bad it was, it was my bad my bad my bad Police responded to a report of an infant not breathing on Friday afternoon. A probable cause statement said responders found the child with apparent burns. The baby was pronounced dead at the scene. The statement said responders were told by a witness the mother put the child down for a nap and accidentally placed her in the oven instead of the crib. It did not explain how the mistake was made. My nigga. We acknowledge the gruesome nature of this tragedy and our hearts are weighed out to the loss of this precious life, Jackson County Prosecuting Attorney Gene Peters Baker said in a statement. We trust the criminal or Gene Gene Peters Baker's on you? Nigga, you're she's done. Gene Peters Baker? We trust the criminal justice system to respond appropriately to these to these awful circumstances. Now I have a few things I want to say about this. First off, bitch, you're a fucking idiot. You literally wanted to unalive your child. You're going through postpartum. You thought that I'm going to I'm going to figure out a way to get rid of this baby and at the same time look like I'm crazy or I'm going through some shit where I'm not going to really get a heavy sentence because I'd rather deal with less than 18 years then deal with this motherfucker for the 18 years. Yes or no? You're so fucked up for doing that. Because, listen to this. I gave a moment of silence for that kid. Because, it is so fucking disgusting to me that you felt like that was okay. An oven! 
an oven you stupid fucking bitch you're telling me an oven an oven you put that child in an oven and you said oh hey yo listen yo everybody that has an oven how does it work you open the ship you put the you put whatever in there even if you put the child in the oven right okay fuck I, I'm, I'm so tired the child's in the oven why would you turn the oven on so what were you holding are you that much of a fat ass are you that much of a fat bitch that you thought oh I'm holding a whole chicken I gotta roast it but you didn't season it you didn't do nothing to it like get the fuck out of here you're trying to unalive that child in the oven in the oven and you're trying to say oh man i was tired i was tired that, that's your that's your fucking excuse i was tired no you weren't tired you weren't tired you weren't tired you're tired of the child that's what you did that's fucking crazy to me yo and then you're trying to blame it on i was tired no parts postpartum postpart pub whatever the fucking case may be can ever in your life do that to me bro anyways not to me but to that child anyways so we're going to I'm going to play for you guys um, a little like thing that happened in the in the 1980s, and it's a, it's a little like one minute video, but it's amazing. It's about how I'm gonna go through it, but we might play it twice. But this is amazing how they caught a bunch of niggas for with using Super Bowl tickets. Thousand wanted. Yeah, you guys ready? Action. There were among 3,000 wanted persons sent invitations to a party and a football match, but they didn't know that the offer to see the Washington Redskins in action had come from the police department. They're queuing for a free ticket to watch the Redskins football team, a chance few Washington people could resist, which is exactly what the local police were banking on. They'd sent out invitations to pick up tickets for yesterday's game to the last known addresses of 3,000 criminals on the run. The operation took weeks to organize. It started soon after dawn yesterday. Waiting in the wings was the SWAT team, armed policemen ready to pounce. The smiling lady gently steering this man along the corridor is a policewoman. So are the cheerleaders. Most officers carried a gun, including the Indian chief and the man who played the chicken. Claiming your free ticket was easy. All you needed was proof of identity, which the police checked with the team upstairs. Ralph Edward Cockrell, C-O-C-K-R-I-L-I. Confirmed. Another winner, Mr. T, Mr. T. What a marvelous occasion. The lucky winners, overcome at the prospect of watching their favorite team play, waltzed off to claim their free tickets. But the master of ceremonies was a senior policeman. Imagine that. So imagine you're on the run, doing your thing, right? And then 
operation so here's the here's the thing here's what happened right so it was called operation flagship a sting operation jointly organized by the united states marshal service and the metropolitan metropolitan police department in washington dc that resulted in the arrest of 101 wanted fugitives on december 15th 1985 the operation has been hailed as one of the largest and most successful mass arrests of fugitives by american law enforcement the fugitives voluntarily went to the washington convention center responding to an invite sent by law enforcement posing as a fictitious television company to claim two free tickets to watch the washington redskins home game against the Cincinnati Bengals for a chance to win tickets to the Super Bowl XX. A total of 166 marshals and police officers were involved in the operation, several of whom were disguised as tuxedo-wearing ushers, cheerleaders, MCs, caterers, mascots, and maintenance staff. Imagine that. Imagine, yo, if, if, look how stupid people are. If you are on the run, you got to be an aggressive observer if you're on the run. You're on the run. They're looking for you. Your course of action is to go to the Super Bowl. Now, I don't know how popular the Super Bowl was 40 years ago. But, come on, man. Come on, brother. Come on. What year was it? Yeah, four years. Basically, 40 years ago. Don't know how popular it was. But from what I know, not from what I've observed. Come on. What are we doing? Come on, man. Imagine just like you get. And how did. Hold on. First of all, how did they get these people tickets so what I think what happened was these are just a bunch of like fugitives that were still like I'm still gonna live where I live at right they probably send a bunch of free Super Bowl tickets for them like in their name right to people that they love their mothers their fathers their fucking you know what I mean their, you know what I mean they send them that. Once they do that, those people are they're gonna call them and be like, yo, you got free Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, we got free pull up to the Super Bowl. You're thinking you can pull up to the Super Bowl, it's a crowded area, right? You can just slip in and slip out. No nigga. What happened to you? That's crazy. I just didn't think it was gonna be that easy, but Okay. You know what I mean? Because there's no way you can think it's that easy. Anyway, so the Super Bowl happened in Las Vegas. Deborah Redden, who leapt at Las Vegas judge judge during sentencing phases. Deborah. Deborah, hold on, hold on, Deborah, 
Hold on. This nigga is... Hold on. Hold on. I did not know this. This nigga, his real name is Deborah Redden. Yo, look at this. I'm not tripping. Deborah Redding, who left at Las Vegas judge during census sentencing, faces attempted murder charge. Deborah Redden, 30, jumped over the judicial bench at Clark County District Court towards Judge Mary K. Holthus as she made it clear she, he was facing prison time for attempted battery on 3rd of January. A man who attacked the judge to sentence him by leaping at her and decorum has been charged with attempted M. Deborah Redden, 30, jumped over the judicial bench at Clark County District Court towards Judge Mary K. Holthus as she made it clear he was facing time for attempted battery on 3rd of January. Courtroom cameras recorded as Holthus clerk and a court martial fought with Redden to restrain him. A week later, the judge sentenced him to up to four years in prison for the battery charge to which he already pleaded guilty in November. On Thursday, a grand jury ruled in favor of an attempted murder in relation to the courtroom incident. The new indictment claims he attacked the judge by grabbing her, pulling her hair, pulling his hands around her throat, and hitting her on the head by manner of means unknown. A lawyer who represented Redden at the initial red hearing did not immediately return a message seeking comment, the Associated Press reported. Redden is also accused of punching and or kicking and or pushing a Las Vegas police officer. His arraignment will take place on the 29th of February. Redden family told reporters last month that he has been diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, though records show he was found competent to stand trial. So this is the guy that jumped over the thing and like hugged the like hugged the judge. That guy. That guy messed up. Um so he's attempting attempting he's give wow, they're giving him attempted M charge. And I did not know they were gonna do that to him. Um Well, uh, a little bit. I knew they were gonna throw the book at him, but I didn't think they were gonna do 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 it like that like do 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 it like that um so yeah i also think um one other thing before I, before we get it, before i finish this before i finish um i really appreciate everyone that's been listening to the podcast i appreciate everyone that's been vibing with me um and that's, you know, that's been bearing with me. You know what I mean? Um, so future plans for the podcast. I have a lot of future plans for the podcast and the YouTube channel. YouTube channel, I'm going to keep on doing gameplay. Trust me, guys. You guys need to listen. You guys need to watch and listen to the gameplay. It's good shit. But no one's really tuning into that. More people are tuning into the podcast. Now, I might switch the genre of my gameplay videos to comedy to match the podcast so that the views go up on those type of shits because at the same time I need because the gameplay is good and I'm not going to stop doing podcast is going to keep doing what I have to do. Um, 
I'm not doing clips anymore. What I do is I do shorts, right? So instead of clips, I do shorts because I could do a whole clip, but the only way I'm going to do a whole clip is if I feel like you guys have to listen to the whole fucking clip and it's fucking proper, right? However, the way I'm going to do that and the best way to do that is getting feedback. Yo, when you spoke about this, yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? I need more feedback. Right now, I don't have feedback. I'm moving off of me and what I see and what I think what I think is working. I need feedback. If no one's giving me feedback on what I need to do, how I need to do it, um, not, not what I need to know how I need to do it, but like no one's giving me feedback like, yo, bro, oh, you got this right. Do Keep doing that. If no one's doing that for me, in terms of like letting me know, there's no way that I can keep progressing in a way that you may like. So if you have an opinion, you have any type of thing, I have an email, right? I have all that type of shit. It's all everywhere. You can check my description in the description box. You can also, not only there, all the links are in the description. Not only all the links are in the description, you can also check my social media. You can find a way to contact me there. But I'm trying to figure that type of shit out because at the end of the day, man, all this shit, right now, I have a good audience in terms of just a base, in terms of a base. But the base that I have, I cannot go anywhere without any of you guys that listen to my shit. I can't go anywhere without you guys promoting it. Yo, I, I fuck with this nigga. Da, 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 da. And even if the person you show that you show does not like the fucking podcast, that's okay. That is okay. You can defend me. You can defend the podcast. Yo, I like it. I don't care what you say. Da, 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 da. And then there's going to be a time where I say something funny and then you play for the nigga and then niggas, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to listen to this guy's podcast. I was just hating that time. Whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter. End of the day, it's not matter. So it's all love. It's all peace and everything like that. You know what I mean? So I love everybody. And um, yeah, that's all it's going to be like in terms of that. Right. Um, I'm going to try to have. So the whole like aggressive observer thing is going to be an OA an AO is going to be like um, something that I'm going to it's a recurring thing. It's going to be a segment aggressive observer. So it's going to be something that I do or say to for me to analyze something in a way where it's like. I'm trying to be have empathy, but at the same time, I'm being aggressive with it so motherfuckers can understand, like, hey, yo, I'm not trying to, like, hold your hand with what I'm trying to say, right? That's what I'm trying to do. But at the end of the day, man, I appreciate everybody, and, um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, this was the IVP with Dr. IBZ. You already know, um... There's gonna be a lot more things to stay tuned with. Very, very soon. When I say very soon, just trust me. You just have to trust me. You don't have to call. It's okay, girl. Anyways, cause I'm gonna be your ride tonight. 
You ain't gotta call. You ain't gotta call. It's okay, girl. And I won't be around tonight. Oh, handy faces. Anyways, so. But yeah, and he started about it. Um, so I love you guys. Hopefully everyone's gonna be good. Everyone's gonna be safe. Um, yeah, I'm. That was the IVP with Doctor IBZ. Um, there's not more for me to do. Not more for me to say. And yeah, thank you guys. Respect everybody for uh, coming out and vibing out. Stay tuned, stay blessed, stay safe, and you already know, man, fucking peace. Peace. Damn! You already know, nigga.